Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program. The no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach the Coach Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Rodney DiOrio with DiOrio Coaching. Welcome, Rodney. Hi, Lee. Thank you very much for having me on the show today. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about your practice. How are you serving folks? Well, I am a business coach, and I've been a business owner many times over in my life. Uh, but most of the time, what I've found in the industry is there's life coaches, and then there are business coaches. And they are very different in their approaches and what they cover. Now, having a business background, I uh, primarily talk with small business owners to medium-sized business owners, and that's my ideal client. But I like to say that we are life coaching for business owners because so often, you know, business just becomes so much of your life when you're a business owner. It becomes literally like eat, sleep, and breathe your business. You're, it's always on your mind. It's always taking up your time. And we want to help bring some life back into those business owners. So how do you uh, kind of uh, discern between a life coach and a business coach? Where, where do you see kind of the parameters of each? Um, that's a great question. Life coaching, it really is a holistic approach to people's everyday life that just don't have that satisfaction that there's something missing and they're looking to solve that and usually we don't touch on careers or business too much in life coaching it's really more about your relationships and you know, various other aspects of health and your just general happiness and helping you go from an okay life to a great life. Now, I do all of those things because there's so much that is overlapped with business. Our relationships with our colleagues, our employers, excuse me, employees, uh, you know, your suppliers, manufacturers, customers, you know, relationships are a big fundamental there. And everything else, your regular daily health, making sure you're not just grabbing a candy bar out of the snack drawer and that's going to be your lunch because you're a business owner and you're always on the go. In business, we touch more when we're talking about business coaching. We touch a lot more about how to better your relationships and we do that through energy leadership and what I mean by energy leadership is that we all lead a life no matter how many people you lead with the size of your team big or small you at least lead yourself through life and the energy you have going into every single day every appointment every meeting you have that energy is going to dictate what happens. And we like to help 
our business owners and all clients really address the energy level that they have. And there's a very scientific approach to that, but I won't get into it today. But we address the energy levels that they have and realize that they have a choice and what's triggering set energy. And we help them better their business so that they can have a successful business, but at the same time, live a life of fulfillment. Now, in your uh, career, you went from a business owner Um, And I'm sure when you were running that business, that was pretty all-encompassing and that was taking a lot of your time and energy. When you kind of moved to the next chapter and decided to become a coach, you're still a business owner because you still own this coaching business, but now you're also kind of advising other people on how maybe that they can uh, do better in running their business and operating their business was that a big shift mentally for you to go from, you know, putting on the hat of, okay, I'm here to solve my business's problems to now it's a kind of a larger mission. I'm helping other people solve their business problems. Uh, I wouldn't say it was a large shift, but there was definitely a change in mentality. Uh, My first business that I owned was a dry cleaning business. So it's very much service oriented and one-to-one with customers, but the interactions are very short and to the point. And I had a great customer base in the city that we lived in. Um, when I switched into the coaching role after selling that business, you know, I was already uh, I was already working with coaches myself as a client and following different business leaders and trying to, you know, help myself as a business owner uh, through those means. So I was already working with a coach and I really got this urge to just kind of help other business owners in that same way to eliminate stress, to eliminate the struggles, especially for new business owners or People that don't even have a business yet that have always had that dream of owning their own business uh, and they just don't really know where to start and it's very overwhelming and they just need some guidance. Uh, so when I made that shift into the coaching role, it was really very natural. It was just kind of like I stepped into it and it was like, duh, this was always there. This is what I've been meant to do and been life has been leading me here. And now it's just a matter of like, okay, how can I get that professional training so that I can, you know, do this and be certified and have the education and the knowledge to back up what I'm saying. Now, any advice for uh, people considering being a coach out there? Like, how do you move from learning about coaching? And and like you said, you had gone through coaching yourself and then coming up with your own kind of, Rodney methodology that's your secret uh, power and your superpower and your secret sauce in order to really kind of put your stamp on a methodology that works and also kind of really encapsulates your beliefs and philosophy? Well, Lee, I'm sure you can attest that you have a unique uh, way of thinking and way of doing things, and that's all based on the experiences that you've gone through throughout the years. And every life event that we have has the ability to shift and change our perspective and what our priorities are. 
um, or it could also reinforce our perspective and really give it like, you know what, hey, I was right, this is true, my values are even more solidified in my beliefs and how I operate as an individual. And, you know, I went through a coach training program through the uh, Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching, um, and they have their methodology that they teach. And it's a great methodology about energy levels and how to really help the client get from point A to point B in a smooth and seamless transition and help them get to that point faster than they would have on their own. Uh, and my method is their method, but in my style, in my speech pattern, at my tempo, and taking in all the experience that I've gained over the years through owning businesses, through being you know, operations managers for other people's businesses, all the interactions that I've had, the relationships and knowledge that I've gained through my own mentors has really shaped me into one unique coach. And just like all coaches, they are unique. And that's because no two people are the same. No two people are at the same point in their life. No two people have experienced the exact same life. And that's going to shift your perspective, your values, and your beliefs. And really, once you put that into any type of business, that individuality is going to shine through. Now, let's get uh, tactical for our listeners. Uh, what advice would you give somebody when it comes to hiring and managing employees? Um, that is a great question, and it's one that a lot of clients struggle with. Uh, it really depends on where you're at in your business and how large of a team you're looking to grow. If you're, like, for example, if you're hiring your very first employee, you've launched your business, you just don't have enough hours in your own day, and you're starting to, you know, starting a team from scratch. My best advice to somebody would be to hire somebody with similar values as you, but with different strengths. So find someone who excels where you struggle. You want somebody to have, be on the same wavelength as far as beliefs and values and you know your vision for your company. You want them to share that, but you would want someone who can help you pick up the slack where you struggle, get somebody who's great at that thing, whatever it is. If you're more of a people person and you're not so gifted in accounting, find yourself who's good with numbers. Um, now, if you're further along in your business and you're looking to hire somebody, say you have established a team and you're really looking for somebody to say, take over more of the day-to-day -day operations for you so that you can step away from the business a little bit and maybe launch a new division of your business, find somebody who is just like you. If you're looking to replace you, you want somebody who has the same characteristics as you do, and that way they can step into that role seamlessly on your behalf. So it all really depends on what you're looking to hire somebody for, 
whether or not they're picking up the slack or whether they're taking something over for you because you have other things you need to put your focus into. Now, um, you're in the position where you're working with a significant other. Do you have any advice for those kind of uh, teams where you're working with uh, your significant other? Yeah. uh, Working with a spouse is going to be challenging, no doubt, but it can also be very rewarding. Uh, My wife and I founded Diorio Coaching in 2019, and she just this past January left her full-time corporate position to come on to the business full-time and do everything that's in the background, all the website developments and meetings and setting up events and speaking engagements. And she's doing all of that in the background and that's where her strength lies. Um, So we are now full-time coaching business, the two of us, And I would say anybody looking to start a business with your spouse, communication has to be key. You know, talk it through, have the game plan well in advance before you pull any triggers to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to quit my job. Make sure you've discussed it thoroughly and don't just discuss it once, discuss it multiple times because there's going to be different things that you think of that you weren't thinking in that initial sit down where you have this discussion. Now, once you've started working with a spouse, I would definitely say do your absolute best to keep your romantic life and your business life separate. And it's really hard to do sometimes, but the best way we have found is we set up business meetings with each other it's like hey every other monday we're gonna have breakfast and this is what we're gonna discuss we're gonna discuss you know the statistics of the website and how our marketing is doing and we're gonna go over those numbers Um, once we're at home we're at home we don't talk about business unless there's some type of emergency that comes up and then obviously you have to but you try it and work is work and your relationship is your relationship and you can't overlap the two to the extent to where you're always just looking at each other as business partners. You have to have that spark that drew you to that person at the very beginning. So now how do you handle kind of bad news or conflict or, you know, missing a goal or things, the difficult conversations? With the spouse? Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of this would be around that energy leadership that I mentioned with the coaching. Uh, we have the methodology that nothing is a negative. It's always a learning experience, whether it's a marketing campaign that we invested a lot of money in and it didn't go the way we wanted you know, we're learning from it. Uh, one of those levels of energy that I mentioned um, is all about finding the opportunity and the lesson in every single experience. And that's really where I tend to resonate is I'm always looking for the learning opportunity and nothing is really a failure. And when you start to look at things as nothing is a failure, it's only an opportunity to learn and grow and 
that makes ends up making a great point for pivoting your business and making that slight adjustment. You know, if you're out at sea and you're off course by one degree, you're going to end up miles away from your destination. So as soon as you see that slight, you know, that slight issue, whatever it is, and you make that adjustment, course correct, and now you're right back on track. So it's just a matter of being open and having that communication there and talking it through early and devising a plan together as a team. Now, you were in the position to successfully exit a business. Do you have any advice for folks who are contemplating exiting their business? Um, it's all about timing in your life. I mean, if and the reason you're exiting, if you're exiting just because you're not making the money you thought you would, uh, I would reevaluate how you're doing the business and always be 10 steps ahead You know, know what you want to do next. If now is the right time for you to exit the business, what are you going to do afterwards? You know, I'm very big on don't make any rush decisions, make them calculated risks, plan them out ahead of time and figure out what you're going to do. Now, if you're just looking to retire, you're going to go sit on a beach somewhere. Great. Find somebody who wants to take over your business or you can sell it into different pieces, whether or not you're going to, if you have land, you're going to sell the land and then separately sell your equipment. There's many different ways that you can exit a business, but have that exit strategy mapped out ahead of time so that you can do what's best for you and your family. Because again, this is life coaching for business owners. We're not just here to make the most amount of money. We're here to make the most amount of effect in people's lives. And yes, money makes that happen, but there's so much more to life than just the money. And people, please do not forget that. So now can you share a story of maybe you were working with somebody that had reached a plateau or were maybe struggling and you were able to kind of intervene and help them kind of uh, get to the next level? And obviously don't name names, but maybe just tell us a little bit about the industry or the type of business and what you did in order to help them. Yeah, I can uh, recall of a couple, but one that's um, jumping to mind for me right now is someone I'm actually currently working with. And this person is a, uh, a corporate employee looking to make an exit. And uh, they're actually in Singapore and they have uh, are launching their own business and they're in that transition period. So she reached out to me uh, after she'd already planned out her business and this is what she wants to do. Um, it's, she's launching a cosmetics line and she was just kind of struggling with this, the pace of the process because she's always been an employee, never an employer. And she's now realizing that not everybody works at the same pace that she does. And, you know, she's working with suppliers and different manufacturers that are trying to she's trying to have develop her products um 
but they're not working as quickly as she would like, and they weren't uh, basically keeping their promises on uh, keeping to a, t a deadline. Uh, so she reached out to me just looking for help and advice and coaching around, you know, am I doing the right thing? Because now I'm second guessing. Uh, and through a few sessions that we've had already, and we have many more to come, uh, we've developed that her mentality around what success for her business is and knowing that this is her first business. Uh, I really helped her set up milestones with what her different uh, levels of achievement are going to be and how she's going to, you know, mark those levels because at first she was just, I want to be successful and didn't really have an idea of what that looked like. So we really sat down and we worked it out like, well, what does success look like? How do you define success? You know, what is going to be your quarterly goals? What's going to be your annual goal? And how can you be easy on yourself knowing that this is your first business and learning how to uh, learn from those missteps that we all inevitably take? You know, we all take missteps from time to time. Like I said, it's just about learning from the experiences and making that adjustment. Uh, so she's now on a path where she's confident, where she was lacking confidence before. She's going easy on herself, knowing that she's going to make mistakes along the way. And that's not railroading her confidence or her ability to move forward and learn from it. Uh, as well as, excuse me, she's... Um, given herself uh, reasons to celebrate. So with every milestone she hits, with every success point that she gets to that's on her plan, she has something in mind as to how she's going to reward herself for her efforts and keep herself on track. Now, any advice for the, the people that are kind of always planning to plan? You know, they're, they're afraid uh, of taking that, that kind of leap, and they're just always getting ready. Yeah, that paralysis by analysis, so to speak. Um, know that you're never going to have the perfect plan. You might think your plan is perfect, but once you put it into action, there's going to be those mistakes. There's going to be those things that you forgot about. So don't sit and try and have the perfect plan because you'll be sitting there forever. You just have to have enough of a foundation there to where you can launch your business. Don't be afraid of it. Go for it. Launch that business. And then when things come up, make those just those minor course corrections, learn from it, step back if you need to. Get a mentor, a coach, somebody that's in your corner that can kind of help mentor you and guide you and just keep chugging away at it. You're going to have to put a lot more work in in the beginning than you will at the end, but it will pay off. So don't sit there and just, you know, wait until everything is in perfect alignment because you're going to be waiting forever. You got to take that uh, chance, take the risk. 
Well, Rodney, great advice. I mean, just a ton of great information today. I really appreciate you coming on. If somebody wants to learn more about your practice and maybe get on your calendar to have a conversation about how to um, take their energy and their business to the next level, uh, what is the website for you and your wife? Uh, you can find us at DiorioCoaching.com, and Diorio is spelled D-E-I-O-R-I-O, Coaching.com. Uh, you can also call us directly at our office number, which is 702-706-2260. Well, Rodney, uh, congratulations on all the success, and uh, you're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Yes, uh, thank you for having me on the show, Lee. It was a lot of fun. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. 